0: of villages had some flooding and because I'm a Maroon guy, I was I, I'm very, you know, very connected to it because I have family yeah. left there who, who are living there. So I started thinking to myself like, you know, I have to do something about this because most of the people they they especially the, the, the people who live in the interior they, they don't you know they don't they don't focus on, on climate change. Yeah. So I I started I started so talking you... to people and, and interviewing people what the what the challenges can be uh, for the people who live there and and you know along the way I got more interested in in, in climate change.
1: <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Caribbean Climate Calabash where we share stories that matter to young climate journalists around the world. I'm your host, Johannes Damodar Patak. I'm from Suriname, and I'm the Caribbean Program Officer at Climate Tracker and one of the mentors. This week, we are talking through no one else than a journalist from my country, Suriname, a, um, a country based in South America, part of the Caribbean, and we have no one else than Jason Pinas. Jason, Welcome.
0: Hey Jonas thank you thank you for having me on your your podcast today.
1: How has your day been? Well, quite busy but
0: yeah, I, I had okay. a lot of stuff to I do think. so
1: I tried I think to... that is the right way to 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 um close off the day, to end the day because today we're going to dig in the other side of Jason's <laughs> life. Um so Jason if for our listeners,
0: who is Jason Pinas? Uh, Jason Pinas is a journalist, Just as you, as you just said, from Suriname. I was born and raised in Suriname. Um, I, I've been here all my life. And uh, when I, I, I see myself as a quite cool guy, you know, I love food. I love
1: music. I
0: love reading. And I love talking to people.
1: Awesome. I mean, food is one thing that connects us. Through.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If journey. you're from if you're from Suriname and you don't like food, then actually you're not from Suriname. <laughs> what's the what, favorite Surinamese dish? My favorite Surinamese yeah. dish. Well, actually, I don't
1: have one favorite one. I have a lot of. So okay. Have a lot of dishes that I like. What are some of them?
0: Uh, I'm I'm a soup guys so i i would start with uh gritbana soup that's a a, a soup that's made with uh banana i think and mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. uh but i also like um bami yes uh, i like bami that's uh I, I don't know how you call it in english like yeah, that's noodle. Noodle. yeah yeah it's yeah. made of noodles the,
1: the japanese people make it yeah Ah, the oily balmy. Yes. balmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, awesome. So, Jason, when what's one thing that only your friends know about you?
0: Huh. One thing that only my friends know about me? Hard <laughs> <That's, point. laughs> this is a tough question. <laughs> Actually, I don't really know uh, one thing that only my friends know about
1: me. Are you an open book?
0: Mm, no, nah, no, not all the time. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I, would say fifty-fifty. So open. no, seventy, seventy, thirty. I would say. I so would say seventy, seventy percent.
1: An open book, but you know there are stuff that I don't like to share with people. Huh? So we better keep those stuff right there because if it's me, well, they can do. It. <laughs> so that. Well,
0: well, well. If you ask the question, I, I don't mind answering. it. <laughs> wow.
1: I, I, I won't share it
0: out of myself
1: oh okay so if you're if your question you would you would share with people yeah
0: if if you ask me the question, I don't mind sharing it, but I don't see myself stepping up and and talk about it out of myself, you
1: know, Ah, I get that I totally get that, okay, so Jason what, so where did you s when did it start the journey of becoming a journalist? did you always want to be a journalist? no, nope. <laughs> okay, so how did it start? <laughs>
0: Actually, I I wanted to be a radio DJ. You know, uh-huh. I love music. I'm crazy yeah. about music, literally. What kind so, of music? Like, all kind. Okay. Yeah. So I I wanted to be a radio DJ. From from when I was a young boy, I always wanted to be become a radio DJ. So when I finished, uh um high school Mm -hmm. is it high school yeah i think Mm -hmm. it was high school um i i wanted to to work at a radio station and Mm -hmm. i went to work for sky radio that's a local radio station i think now it's named um people fm Mm -hmm. but when um i applied for a job they didn't have no space for a radio dj but they had space for in their newsroom okay so the the director told me like said to me like you know we we actually would we don't need a radio dj but but we need um journalists you know and I i i thought to myself well if if i could get into this i i I could get this job and Mm -hmm. you know be around the radio djs maybe someday i could be the radio dj that i always wanted to be
1: okay and
0: so i accepted the job to work in the newsroom newsroom as a reporter and that's where it started because
1: and and now you're one of the most famous journalists you have in Suriname. Well, that's what people say, but I don't think like I I don't think that's a fact. That's a fact. (laughs) So, so you wanted to be a radio DJ and you ended up being a journalist, and you stayed journalist. So, does that mean it clicked? Um. Well,
0: you could say that. Yeah, I think because when I when I. When I started doing the job as a working as a journalist, I I kind of liked it, and I started reading about it, you know. And from one thing came another, and yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I I kind of I, I fell in love with it. I should say.
1: Okay, and are you and do you still want to be a radio DJ, or did you become a radio DJ? Yes, I. <laughs> <laughs> but i
0: yeah, I become a radio dj after that, and i I did that I did that also, but uh-huh. that didn't make me stop being a journalist, you know, I did both of them at the same time,
1: so you did fulfill your dream and ended ending having another dream like another another favorite thing to do, and that's journalism, yes, yeah, oh, that's awesome that's yeah. awesome you know it's always so so nice to hear you know when people realize their dreams because when we are small, we have like all we all have that one job that we want to have in our life. And as we grow, we never make it to that job. We end up doing something totally different. <laughs> so that's awesome. You're one yeah. of the lucky guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so looking at very lucky so looking at journalism, right, in your country, is it easy to be a journalist? Uh,
0: when you say easy, what do you mean? With easy
1: like you know when it went just like the job because if, if you're a government officer it's maybe easy to do your job in an office but as a journalist is it easy be, uh, for example to get information you know to be able to do your work properly how how is the um the environment around journalism in Suriname um my personal opinion but that that's really
0: my personal opinion mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how other other colleagues think of it. I think it's quite hard being a journalist in Sri Lanka, especially from getting information that you need. You know, um, especially from from uh from the government.
1: Okay, um, why is
0: that? Well, I don't know. They I don't know why why they they try to keep things that matter they try to keep it a secret and yeah they, they share some stuff but when you try to dig deeper they they in that's my opinion i think they they get hang, angry and and you know yeah i i think they, they could be more open their, their space to 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 be more open from the from the side of the government um
1: uh, mm-hmm. Is there, is there any is there any law in Suriname that that says that the government has to give access to information
0: No not yet I okay. think they they're 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 busy uh, the last time I checked with colleagues I they, they were they had some meetings with the 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 government the uh, the SVA Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, Journalism Association. the yeah they, they, mm-hmm. they, they had they had meetings with the government, but I don't know what they what they reach with their with their meetings and or in what stage it is at the moment, but i I know that not only me but all colleagues are also, are they're not, they're not happy with the way things are going uh, when it comes to getting information from the from the the government
1: okay so that's that's a challenge that we see across the Caribbean and all the countries access to information, so I think yeah that's one common thing that we as we as journalists in the Caribbean are experiencing a big problem and Jason, from what i know you you even had some you had quite a tough time in Suriname too. Because at some point you were in the headlines of 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 uh, in the news in Suriname. So could you tell us about about what what you went through? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to steal the moment here because I know all about it. <laughs> but I want I, I want to hear. We want to hear it from you. What what happened? Because for you it's, it just hasn't been easy in the in what the last last year. E- 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 well, actually, it, it all started.
0: Uh, when President Santoki uh, became the president with his his new team and you know in the beginning it was okay but along the way uh, I started I started well they started they they started having a beef with me Mm -hmm. Uh, especially the, the vice president Mr. Brunswick you know um yeah and at 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 some moment um I took a picture that he didn't I don't know what what he thought of the picture because he didn't see the picture but well I don't know I, till this day I don't I I really don't know what happened but um yeah it it was it was a very happy moment you know his bodyguards yeah and could you
1: could you tell us uh, would you like me. to show
0: what happened in that moment well his, his, well his bodyguards attacked me mm-hmm. and that's all I, that's all i know um uh, because I, I i you know they attacked me they they kicked me and um took away my phone
1: and yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So did you did you <laughs> did you report this case or what happened after after this happened?
0: After this happened, um I, I have to say that the the association of 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 uh yeah, Suriname, yeah, yeah. You know, yes, uh, they took over the whole case and also uh colleagues in the Caribbean and and mm-hmm. in Europe, in the US. The United States of America. They they jumped on this case like you know this is, this is not, this is not something that you do now. You know we're we're in, I think it was in twenty twenty one. You know, these things cannot happen.
1: Yeah, not and, in a
0: democracy. democracy. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. and and you know. Uh, we went to we went to court and I won the case. I I don't know if
1: I'm jumping too fast. If I'm jumping, too no, fast that's good because not. I want to hear one more thing. There was something found underneath your car. What was it? Oh yeah,
0: two weeks after uh, the incident, accident. Yeah, incident with the vice president where I was kicked and and you know knocked out by his bodyguards, and they took my phone. Two mm-hmm. weeks after that, uh, you know, I don't know who it is. We still don't know who, who that is. But they dropped some, a couple of hand grenades. And when I say a couple, I mean yeah. two hand grenades. They dropped it under a car that was
1: parked uh, mm-hmm. at my home. Uh, what did you do after that, at that moment? What was going on in you? Well, scared. <laughs> did you ever saw laughing, me, but... Did you? Did had you ever seen a hand
0: grenade life? No, not never before. But my my brother told me. You know, he assured me that it was because I was trying to ar- argue with him that it was not a. Uh, they were not hand grenades, you know.
1: Oh, but and they he, well they were, they hand-wrened. were, oh, yeah, geez. they were, yeah. And I'm I know that I read in the news that. The plugs were not pulled. Yeah, the plugs were were pulled. Well, thank God for that, because do you think you were, were there were uh, people were trying to intimidate you back then?
0: Well, I don't know because uh, did they ever
1: find who who, who did it? Find out no. who did it?
0: No, okay. no. Till today, I haven't heard anything about this case
1: well, from the, the police. The, I mean. This case is a very interesting case of yours because it 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 states that even you know a journalist we call ourselves the defenders of democracy, the fourth pillar of democracy. And your case, your what happened to you, states that you know that there has to be a lot has to be done as yet to protect journalists from doing their work without any obstacles. So that's why I asked you about this because now I'm going to make the switch from, you know, as a defender, as a, as one of the defenders of democracy, you at some point, how did you? Let me ask you the question: How did you start to cover climate change, climate stories? I started covering climate
0: stories uh, because of the the changes that I'm seeing mm-hmm. in in Suriname, especially things that are happening and i think it was three or four years ago when the interior was uh um, flooding yeah there, there uh-huh. were there were a couple of villages had some flooding and because i'm a maroon guy i was I, i'm very you know very connected to it because i have family yeah. lived there who, who are living there so. I started thinking to myself, like you know, I have to do something about this because most of the people, they, they especially the, the the people who live in the interior, they, they don't, you know, they don't they don't focus on on climate change. Yeah. So I, I started. I started so talking we... to people and, and interviewing people. What the what the challenges can be uh, for the people who live there, and and you know. Along the way, I got more interested in, in, in climate change, and that's where it
1: all started. Okay, so so you started it because you were like, it was close to your heart, something that's very yeah. close to you was affected yeah. by it directly, yeah. and since that day, I know that when we talk about journalists who cover climate change in, in, in Suriname, which are a very few, very yeah. few of them, that your name is in the it's on one it's on in the top list when it comes to climate change so what do you think why aren't journalists in Suriname covering climate change enough well
0: i i i think there are there are a lot of reasons first of mm-hmm. all it's climate change is is it's quite you know uh i i won't say difficult but um it takes more time to do mm-hmm. and um you know you you have to be busy for for some time and you know it, in in Suriname, we don't we don't have no funds to 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 help the journalist like if you if you work for like two weeks on a story we you you can you know you have the finances to do, to, to work, take your time and work on it. I think uh, that's, that's one reason, but a, another reason I think, and I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know if what I'm saying is, 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 is a fact, you know, but it's what I'm thinking. Um, I think we, we don't, we don't, um uh, really see the 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 effects that that climate change can have because in suriname uh, yeah we we have some flooding and and some some uh you know hard winds but mm-hmm. not like what is happening in in for instance what is happening now in, in libya for instance you know or, mm-hmm. or or yeah you know in 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 uh in greece we don't have that that those kind of that kind of situations here in Suriname. So I think we don't we don't really as 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 a you know as as a, as then I don't mean only the journalists but but the people mm-hmm. we, we don't really focus on it as I think we should do. I totally uh, agree of, with you on that. We yep. kind of underestimate the, the effects and and the, you know. The, the things that that uh, you, uh i'm trying to to I, i'm I, you know i'm i'm very careful about my my words because i don't want to you know yeah hurt nobody with with what i'm trying to say but in general i think that we we should focus more and yeah. and but but as I just said,
1: um, climate stories take time. And, yeah. Uh, and I know in Suriname, the, 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 the journalism environment is like you have to produce stories every day. If you don't yeah. produce every yeah. day, you have a big problem at the, yeah. At the house. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And and in my case, I'm a freelancer. And, you uh-huh. know, you have to produce to to. To you know, to get an income, to have yeah. a, a proper income, mm-hmm. to you know, to support yourself. And if you if you're working like for two weeks or three weeks or even longer on one story, you know,
1: <laughs> it's yeah. Um, I, I totally it, get you. It, it, it's it's a choice
0: you have to make. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you said, like funding is a big problem too, because if the yeah. funding. If we have funds, we could do so much investigation on stories. But yeah. unfortunately, there's no funding available. And if there is funding available, you have to do so much paperwork to get it. So, yeah. so that, that that that's some of the obstacles that journalists face. But I know we ha- we talked about, about, about the sad part of journalism. But I want to bring you back to where it all started. Do you remember the first story you did as a journalist? Huh. Yeah. For the first day as, as as a reporter in that newsroom. Uh nah, no, no. You, you mean
0: when I when I was at Sky when Radio? Started,
1: yes, when you started, and you wanted no. to work as a, as a, on the radio, but yeah. you ended up in the newsroom. No, I no, I no. That's so long ago. I don't remember. No. Uh, no worries, no worries. <laughs> what What's the biggest story you did? On, what is the biggest story that you did on climate change?
0: Um, well, I don't know if it's the biggest story, but the story I think the story I I I, I like more is the story that I I wrote for uh, and and it was published on climb on the climate tracker website about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know the exact title, but about the, the 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 issues in in Paramaribo, north in the north of Paramaribo. Oh yeah,
1: that that was a big story. That yeah. that that's a, it's a really bad idea that people are still building on the north yeah. side. Yeah, of Paramaribo. yeah. Paramaribo. I remember that story. Yeah, yeah. That was a very big one, and it got yeah. a lot of attention not not only here but um even internationally and regionally. That story got a lot of t- attention. Oh yeah, and for our listeners, um, Jason Pinas is um is a fellow from our cycle one climate justice fellowship that we are are uh, that we're conducting in the that we conducted in the Caribbean. So that that um session that cycle is already done and finished. Um, so now we're working on, with um on the second cohort of journalists, but Jason is from the first cohort where he had where, where he did some. Incredible stories on climate climate change in Suriname from a climate justice angle. So, Jason, what are you uh, are you working currently on a climate justice a climate uh change article a story?
0: Um no, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm I'm preparing to work
1: on one, but I'm I did not
0: start yet.
1: Can can but our can you tell our listeners? Can can you give us a small a sneak peek? And what you're going to work <laughs> on?
0: Uh, well, I, I can tell you this much that the story is about Brokopondo, where there's mm-hmm. a lot of gold mining going on.
1: Okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it will be about gold so mining is a in of Suriname, Suriname. And it's close to the interior, it's like a gateway to the interior of Suriname. And in that area, we have a lot of gold mining going on and gold mining that is, like, you you can say Ill- illegal gold mining, right? Small-scale gold mining. Yeah, small-scale. And, yeah. and Jason is going to work, is, is preparing himself to, to work on his next story, and that's the topic, and he's going to link that with climate change? Is that so? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I wonder what <laughs> your investigation <laughs> is going to show that's That's yeah, a tough one. Very yeah, interesting I, I,
0: I think I think uh, maybe next
1: month in
0: October I think
1: I don't know if we are looking forward to that so yeah. is there a a dream interview or a project do you have one of those you know that you really want to work on but you're not able to do it as yet Huh. um you
0: mean about, about um, it has to be about climate change?
1: Not, not exactly climate change, but ju- in your journalism career that you said, okay, you know, that's one thing that I really need to do while I'm a journalist. Uh, um, well, I,
0: th- there are two things, actually. I would like to... To write a, a investigative story about um, the case of Daisy Bouterse, you know, former president of Suriname and mm-hmm. uh, dictator during, I think, nineteen eighty 1980 till nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, that's one thing that's on my list. I hope I can realize it and. I would like to interview to have an, an a one on one interview with Mia Motley, one of the, okay. the Caribbean the, leaders the, at the moment. President, so yeah. The president of Barbados at the moment.
1: Yeah. The 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 one the, the one of the most famous ones we have right now. A, yeah. A woman that's making really great impact. She's the premier yeah. the premier of Barbados, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, the prime minister um, i don't
0: know but i think the... the prime
1: minister yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh that, that's yeah. a that Wow, that's awesome that's awesome and i hope i really hope she listens to that to this <laughs> podcast episode <of laughs> and she's like you know what jason we're having it one-on-one <laughs> yeah i, I hope so, so let's see jason looking back to, at suriname right what yeah. do you think about no let me ask you this what are the current the headlines in, in in your country when it comes to climate change what's what's cooking right now
0: um well um on the 13th of september we had the ceo of uh, how do you call this? this total energies. The uh, total energies was in Suriname. Yeah. To talk about the plans that his organization has to to you know develop the the oil and gas sector here in Sur- uh, the oil uh, sector here in Suriname, and you know, I I I I relate that to climate change because I. I didn't, I I think that we, or not we, but, but they, I, I, I'm not really happy about, um, the, the, the actions they take to, Mm -hmm. you know, recover or, or, you know, yeah, I think to re- recover. Is this, the, this the,
1: going to be? Is this going to be a topic that that the people of Surinamese and in the region can can look forward to that you're going to cover, investigate, or keep following?
0: Yes, I, I, I surely I. Because, I will, I will follow yeah, this. because it's a, yeah.
1: it's a very interesting topic right now, Suriname. After yeah, Guyana, Suriname yeah. going to uh, develop its offshore oil oil industry. And knowing that we are currently almost like we are not contributing almost nothing to climate change right now, the, the the emissions. But looking at what's happening in Guyana and what's going to happen in Suriname, we might reconsider that because, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. I think uh, the money is good, but what, Use what good is the money when there won't be anything left to use it on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well. Everybody, everybody's happy. I, not well, yeah. not
0: everybody, but the, 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 the government is happy because yeah. As I could hear, they they they, they telling they they saying during the press conference on the thirteenth of September, you know, like yeah, we will have a lot of billions flowing in in, in uh you know. In, in Suriname, and we could develop our country, but I miss the part that's talking about the about nature, about the climate, about you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think, as you just said, the money is good, mm-hmm. but I think we should also uh, consider the effects and uh, you know that that this oil and gas thing can have for Suriname
1: yeah. that's so i told totally you i told think... you agree, totally agree. Yeah. and and from that um question uh, from that from your answer right now the development of the o- o- offshore oil industry in suriname has been happening for a couple of years now you know they they did their exploration on, um in the sea they took yeah. samples everything so it's like it's been a couple of years so what has changed in the past 5 years in suriname and were you able to cope with it as a journalist? All the all, everything that happened in those five years. When you say
0: what has changed, what do you mean with, with what has changed?
1: Change in the from from a development aspect, you know the 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 living standards. You know, when it comes to climate change, what um five years from five years ago, how was it? How is it now? And as a journalist, how how were you able to deal with it?
0: Well, the development of the people, you know, I I don't think much has changed mm-hmm. because um, the the economy of Suriname is you know is still not at a level that you would like it to be.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, there 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 are still a lot of poor people. People are, are have a lot of problems trying to get food on the table. So in in yeah, I I don't think much has changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but what we hear, the the only thing I've heard in the past five three three to five years is that there's oil and you know everybody's jumping up and down like yeah when when the oil comes, uh we we will be a rich country and everybody yeah. that that's the, that's the 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 main opinion that you hear when when we have the oil we have the oil. And and when when we be, when when we begin to to develop it, you know, to sell it, uh, everybody will be rich, and you know, the 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 poor will be able to live a rich life. That that's the thing that you hear, but to me, I don't. I in the past three to five years, I didn't see you know not not a no not a big change. Well,
1: that's sad to hear. But coming from going from the sadness to a little bit of joyful again, <laughs> what are you most proud of as a journalist or as an individual? Most proud of of myself or as a, as a journalist, what are you most proud of? As a journalist, uh uh-huh. huh. man, it's also a very tough question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you make so much impact with everything you do. You write the stories. Your stories get read. People people get a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It, yeah. If if you look at
0: it that way, I would say that 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 I'm that I'm proud of the fact that um. I I give people a voice, you know, mm-hmm. uh, voices that maybe if I and with I I I mean not only me but but our other colleagues also voices that wouldn't be heard if we didn't write the story. So
1: that's one yeah. I mean, thing I think I, I I I'm proud of. Yeah, great. So coming now down to the last question, Jason. Um, mm-hmm. Not a question, just a. a A message, if you could give your fellow colleagues in the Caribbean, in Suriname, a message as a journalist, what would it be? (laughs) Um,
0: Be truthful, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, be bold, be truthful. Mm -hmm. And uh, keep studying, you know. Great. Studying the art of journalism.
1: Well, yeah. Be truthful, be bold, and keep studying as a journalist. Because that's, I always say journalism is something that's very dynamic. Okay, everyone. And that's it for this episode of our Caribbean Climate Catabash we had now other than the famous journalist from Suriname Jason Pinas as a guest and he told us about his personal life about the challenges he had to face about what he's working on and he shared a very important message with us at the end